Bold is a positive word. Bold leaders are champions of change and willing to challenge themselves and their thinking patterns. Things like inclusion, diversity, and unconscious bias. But is the world afraid of bold leaders? Or is that exactly the type of leadership trait we should be trying to possess? In this episode, we're digging into what the data says about how bold a leader should really be. Welcome to the 90th percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is my good friend and leadership guru, Jack Sanger. Thanks, Bri. So, Jack, do you think leaders these days, we've heard, you know, all of these calls for leaders to be more compassionate and empathetic. Do you think any of them are a little bit nervous to be classified as a bold leader? <laughs> well, I guess that really depends. Uh, if you are Elon Musk, the answer is probably no. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> if you're the partner in an accounting firm who is in charge of the, the, the large corporate audit, you probably don't want to be described as being bold. You want to be mm-hmm. described as skeptical and cautious. But I think in general, most leaders would like to be thought of as being bold. So to look at the value of bold leadership, you and Joe Folkman created a boldness index out of these seven behaviors. And I'm, I'm going to go over these behaviors. The first one challenges standard approaches. Two, creates an atmosphere of continual improvement. Three, does everything possible to achieve goals. Four, gets others to go beyond what they originally thought possible. Five, energizes others to take on challenging goals. Six, quickly recognizes situations where change is needed. And seven, has the courage to make needed changes. All those are what you'd think of as a bold leader, certainly. Yes, we saw that leaders who excelled at those behaviors were perceived by their colleagues as being bold. And from this research, we also found that being bold is a leading indicator of overall leadership effectiveness. You know, for most people, boldness is a core kind of aspect of their leadership. Real leaders don't just follow the pack. They speak up and they voice their own opinion. They are out in front. They kind of take charge and they energize the group. No, lately we've been talking about culture in organizations. Do you think boldness works better in some company cultures more than others? And maybe there, there's a level of our even our cultural identity of, of where we live. I remember speaking with Jim Clemmer on the podcast last year, and he mentioned that Canadians, they're just not very bold people. They don't want to cause a ruckus or offend anyone. They're super nice. I think boldness is definitely tolerated and appreciated uh, more in some organizations versus others. Some organizations are just described as Minnesota nice, (laughs) and others are kind of shark tanks. My hunch is that it is strongly influenced by the immediate boss. You know, some leaders deliberately hire people who are kind of wild ducks, and and yet others don't want anyone to to rock the boat 
in the slightest. As we looked at bold leadership, we saw significant differences across geographies. For example, China had the highest percentage of bold leaders, about 38%. But Japan, who is right next door, had 7%. The U.S. had about 32% of their leaders who were in the top quartile on boldness. Canada, who is our you know, northern next-door neighbor, uh, had only 10%. So <laughs> compare 32 to 10. Brazil was down at the seventh percentile. Um, so as you consider cultural norms, such as those in Japan, as con- contrasted with those in China, in China, Japan values cooperation, people not standing out from a larger group, it becomes clear that bold leadership is really at odds with the overall common culture. Mm-hmm. That all being true, what is, what is true is that there are bold leaders in every culture and every country. And since we're entering the stereotype territory, uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about gender. A common stereotype is that men have a tendency to be bolder than women. Women are soft and nurturing, those type of things. And numerous studies have shown that male business leaders do tend to take more risk than female business leaders. But looking through our database of 360-degree assessments from these leaders, you noticed that on average, the women were actually bolder than the men, which was a little surprising. So, Jack, do you feel... I mean, you've, you've been working for a long time, that the boldness of women has grown through the years as their numbers in the workforce have increased and as they're having more opportunities at senior roles? Oh, Bree, that's such a hard question. Uh, we don't have any hard data that tracks this over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Well, 50 years ago, there simply weren't very many women in senior leadership roles in corporations. Those who were, well, they were kind of expected to act like macho males. Hmm. Now there are more women and they have company at the leadership table. And I think that that gives them more confidence to both speak up and to be themselves. They don't feel as much alone. So, Unfortunately, I don't think that they are rewarded for being bold as much as they ought to be. Uh, It would seem that to be a younger woman in a male-dominated function requires a fairly bold personality, a willingness to kind of challenge the status quo, push harder for results, and do something out of the ordinary. So to return to your original question, are women bolder than men? probably not in the general population. The ones who succeed in business, especially male-dominated fields, may need to be a bit. They certainly can't be seen as being shy, holding back milk toasts. (laughs) (laughs) That's a way of putting it. (laughs) Now, uh, something I have always considered is, you know, there's a time and a place for bold. It seems more natural for senior leaders to be bold because they are the decision makers. And many individual contributors may feel that if they speak out too much, that they're overstepping. So did you see a big difference in the data for the senior leaders? (laughs) 
We were very interested in how the most effective leaders would score, and particularly how that would be impacted by their level in the management hierarchy. In a data set of more than 45,000 leaders, we looked at the leaders by position or level in the organizations. We were surprised to find that supervisors were actually rated as bolder than those in top management positions. <laughs> That's amazing. Keep in mind that both positions had a portion of individuals <clears throat> with scores at the 80th percentile and above. But this outcome was certainly opposite to our going in assumptions. As we analyzed this and, and thought about our own leadership journey, working in organizations where someone else was in charge, it was kind of permissible to come up with outlandish ideas or push hard for some big innovation. But typically, someone in the organization, usually senior leaders, would then have to push back and require a more realistic approach. It's really clear that when you were at the top of an organization, people take everything you say very seriously. Suggestions are taken as directives. People read meaning into comments that were never intended. It does not take long for senior leaders to, to realize they need to be extremely careful about what they say and any proposals that they make. So do senior leaders move from being bold to becoming more cautious? Does that lead them to kind of play it a little too safe and avoid risks at all costs? In our overall data, we found that top managers collectively were only rated at the 52nd percentile. They were being held to a much higher standard, or it's possible that they have grown a bit more cautious about yeah. what they say. Yeah, that's, that is very interesting. Those bold little supervisors standing up. Well, <laughs> all, all of this analysis of our database brings us back to the original question of this podcast, which was, Jack, as a leader, how bold should you be? And, and Bree, I believe the answer is uh, the leader has to be willing to take the role of leader. That means asking hard questions. It means at times making unpopular decisions. It means being willing to take the part that falls upon the person who is designated as the leader. And we know that what differentiates the top leaders the most is their strategic thinking and their ability and willingness to lead change. Both of those require a certain amount of boldness, not obnoxious, not overbearing boldness, but it is a willingness to lead. The 90th Percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin, Jack Zanger, and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. 
All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.